Whoop. We go. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. Folks, this is my audio digest. For if you have just joining in this year, if you're the first time listener, I appreciate it. Thanks for dropping in uh, and get ready to hear some weird and wacky things. Actually, it's not that crazy, to tell you the truth. Usually I introduce each episode, but um, I kind of started saying the date before I did the generic introduction. Uh, So I am an uh, ESL instructor here in uh, Beijing, China. I'm not like some of these other people who like to cover up the fact that they teach English and they uh, promote themselves as some other things uh, rather than what their day job actually is. So my day job is that, but on the sideline, um, I podcast. Podcast, I blog, uh, I I do a lot of... uh, artistic, creative, movies and entertainment sort of stuff, media and entertainment stuff. So you can also find me on like Instagram, YouTube. Uh, there's another one. Well, I'm on Twitter as well every now and then. When I, when I Whenever I'm not so overwhelmed by the uh, um, the shit posting that goes on there. Uh, TikTok, I have accounts, but uh, I don't really post there because I, I've already forgotten the password, to tell you the truth. So, yeah. Anyway, um... I do live in Beijing, China, so I talk about some of the things that are going on uh, here as well. I've been here for quite a few years, uh, just about seven or eight, I guess. Uh, And if you're wondering, do I speak Chinese? Uh, I'm working on that right now. And as a matter of fact, today I just signed up for more courses, more classes. Uh, So I'm going to have two teachers. I have one teacher on italki uh, right now. Uh, then I have another lady I'm going to be studying with in the evenings, which I hope I will be able to work on my presentations in Chinese. Like we're talking like maybe not making YouTube videos just yet, but similar. Like so like academic classroom presentations, uh, instructional videos, things like that. Um, the idea being that I want to practice my vocabulary for that. Um, so I, I do that, and then, yeah, uh, if you're looking to start Chinese, it's um, an insane language. Uh, it will take you a while. Uh, not impossible. A lot of people will have you believe that it's impossible. It is not impossible. It's just very time-consuming. Um, but I've been in Beijing, China for a few years already. Uh, do I live here? Uh, I, 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 I'm staying here. I currently work from home, uh, but... Um, this has also, I've been working from home for, not really home, because I can't never own the apartment, which leads me to sort of say and think that this isn't home, and that this year I was kind of thinking of maybe making a move somewhere else, if only for a little while. Now, of course, the question is, well, Steve, where would you go next? Well, immediate uh, choice would be uh, to Thailand uh, to actually finish a course that I'm trying to uh, work on right now at the moment. Uh, but then after that, good, you know, because um, I won't have the results from the, the course until two or three months after, which means I won't be certified anyway, which means that the, I would be leaving a job here in China and to, do a, to finish a course that might not actually get done, which means I would have no job, no income, and no certification. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a very good idea to tell you the truth, uh, but uh, that is sort of the uh, the idea that is floating around in my mind. Uh, and I mentioned this media and entertainment stuff. So some of the other things that I do here as well, uh, and this introduction is going on quite a while because this is what this on you blog is, sort of a uh, promotion um, and a recollection for my own good to tell you the truth of like what some of the things I do. Um, so right now I'm actually working on a project called January 2020, uh, 2023. 
If you've never heard of this before, uh, it's, it was in, made up by this American guy uh, back in 2010 when he lost his job. And he was like, well, I'm going to start writing a song a day. And he has. It's called the January Song a Day Challenge. And so every day throughout the month of January, you write a song and you post it online. If you go to Twitter, you can follow the hashtag uh, January. So it's J-A-M and then January. So U A. R Y 2023. I think there's also the Song of Day Challenge. They do that one. There's a couple hashtags that they uh, they have out there. Uh, but uh, you'll see what people are posting. There's a lot of electronic music, uh, which I find that I'm doing as well this year. I'm three days in as well. Uh, but uh, they, um, I'm looking to also change it up a little bit as well. Uh, so January, getting that done. And then December drumming, I do this. I, so I have these month-long projects that I sort of do uh, every now and then. Actually, not every now and then, for one month long. And they happen, well, there's about a streak of about seven months, I think, here that I, I'm going to be uh, uh, trying out. So, yeah, a uh, lot of music, a lot of movies, a lot of arts, entertainment, travel, and stuff like that. Uh, I, I sometimes talk about, I, I do talk about what it's like to be an expat here in Beijing, China as well. And no doubt you're kind of wondering, like, so then, like, what, what is the focus of this this podcast? And I go, well, um, it really is these sorts of topics. So uh, some current events as they pertain, pertain to uh, typically Beijing or China. Um, also Ukraine as well, because I, I am uh, of Ukrainian lineage. Uh, also, whatever happens in Canada as well, I try to keep track of some of that stuff. The travel atmosphere, and then, of course, uh, arts and entertainment, because that is uh, some of the stuff that I'm uh, involved in as well. And also do some book reviews and things like that, uh, some movie reviews. Not proper reviews, I'll just maybe commentary. I guess is probably a better um, way to, to describe that. You can find all of these um, MP3 files on my website, stephenserski.com. That is where I uh, uh, post a lot of them. Although I think hmm, going forward, I might change that because the, there it's swelled my website quite a bit, hosting all these MP3 files, and I'm publishing a new mp3 file pretty much every day uh so i've been doing this for just over almost two years this daily audio blog almost two years to tell you the truth uh and uh it is yeah it does take up a bit of my time it doesn't take up a lot of time per day 25 minutes 30 minutes but uh it adds up in terms of uh hosting fees let's put it that way I also have another big podcast that I uh, record with, uh, recently it's been with a lot of expats uh, in Beijing, China. Uh, typically it's with travelers, but it's also with other people who are in the arts and entertainment sort of uh, business or hobbies, enthusiasts, prosumers, consumers, everything sumers, boomers and loomers and all those other errs, mers, mers and everything, right? Uh, so it's a... Uh, an eclectic bunch. Um, yeah, so that's basically what I'm doing. So there's, there's your introduction to uh, what I am, who I or what who, who I am and what I'm doing, basically, uh, and why I sort of run this uh, daily audio blog. So, all right, so what has been going on? Well, one thing I uh, didn't mention uh, yesterday, I guess, well, let's see, the introduction for today's episode would be the deep massage lady quit, XBB variant, Diarrhea, what a shitty deal. Signed up for Chinese classes. Finished the body by Bill Bryson. Episode 36 of the big cast is done. Now to upload it. And then January continues as well. So, 
this getting into the the meat of the podcast here. Um, deep massage lady quit. So I go to physiotherapy uh, here in uh, Beijing. Uh, I've had, uh, <laughs> as you get older, <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people in their 30s and 40s uh, are, are will attest to this, uh, your, your body doesn't move as good as it used to, usually because you've been neglecting it for any number of ways, in any number of ways. Um, now, that doesn't mean that it can't be fixed. It just means that if you've let it get to the point where you're in chronic pain, you've let it get too bad. <laughs> you've let it go too long. Uh, so I, I went. I go to this physiotherapy place uh, to help out with some mobility stuff and everything. Uh, just things that I can't really... It's harder to do on my own than it is to simply go see a doctor and have or a physiotherapist and have them sort of bend me in the way that is beneficial. Now, they had this deep massage lady uh, up until like two weeks ago, apparently. She quit. I'm like, what? No. Luckily, the other guy is back. The guy who was working with the some of the national teams here in China. So he's back in Beijing now. But as a result, but uh, sorry, the uh, not as a result, but as he's come back, she left because she's like, I don't think I really get paid enough. I don't know the full story. Uh, she didn't really speak English, um, but she was rather subdued whenever I saw her. But I always put that up to the uh, um, sort of the, uh, what would you call it, uh, language barrier. Because she didn't speak very good English and my Chinese is terrible. And it was probably more embarrassing than anything else, uh, to tell you the truth. Uh, but all that being said, uh, she was very good at what she did. Now, I'm not sure if um, she was good because she was angry and taking it out on the patients and she could get away with it. But apparently, as this other doctor was telling me, he was like, yeah, everybody said her treatments hurt, but everybody said they worked. Every single one of them. So he was actually quite sad when, uh, disappointed when she left the job. And I'll tell you, She's not the only one. I've heard a couple of other people, Chinese people, leaving their jobs now. This is kind of bizarre that now that um, China is opening up, Beijing is opening up again, uh, and uh, but people are kind of going, I kind of want a new job. You know, I don't. As a result of the coronavirus being over, more or less, they don't want to stick around with their old job that they kind of felt safe in for the time being. I don't blame them at all. Anyway, will they be able to find another deep uh, massage, deep tissue massage lady? Uh, yeah, so it's not deep massage, it's deep tissue massage. I should make that clear. So she's uh, one of these ladies who does like, it's not so much a Thai massage. It's actually more than, it's a therapeutic Thai massage uh, where it's targeted. Uh, it's not just the whole, it's not the whole body. It's uh, particular parts that need to be uh, sort of deep massaged and everything. So, and again, this isn't very easy to do on your own. You can but due to limited range of movement and the simple fact that some of the stuff hurts, it's easier just to have someone else who knows the threshold and what needs to be done. And when no is a no and no just means like, ow, could you just be a little bit gentler, please? And I know some people are going to take that out of context, but this is deep tissue massage, okay? This is physiotherapy. Uh, but uh, hopefully they can find someone else. She was very good. I was actually kind of wondering if I could find deep tissue massages on Taobao. <laughs> I haven't looked at that just yet, but uh, certainly uh, something to keep in mind. Okay, XBB variant. So what is all of this? This just popped up because, um, let's see, Omicron variants BQ.1 and XBB were found in Shanghai and have only been detected in a very small number of inbound travelers. They don't specify countries, but inbound travelers sure seems to indicate some type of people coming in, right? 
right? Foreigners is what they sort of say. Usually they used to. Now it's just inbound travelers. Uh, another XBB.1.5 subvariant. So if you haven't been following along, <laughs> uh, China has recently lifted all of its COVID restrictions, just about. I mean, and on January 8th, I think there's another one. Uh, quarantine International quarantines are gone. And all the flight cancellations and everything, gone. Like ba banning flights or blocking them, gone. All of that is now gone. Now, what's happened instead because of all this uh, kerfuffle in terms of XBB and others is that now there are other countries. Uh, Canada is one of them. Um, let's see. Qatar, UK, France, South Korea, Israel, US, Australia, Canada, Spain. Japan, Italy, India, Malaysia, Belgium. Uh, not Malaysia, Belgium. They are wandering wastewater. Okay, but most... So all of those countries are now restricting or requiring people to have negative nucleic acid testing certificates before boarding. So this is... Um, yeah, this is basically... A lot of these countries are going, we are not going through 2020 again. We are going to block this off as soon as we can. Uh, we're not dealing with this. And uh, so it's going to have to happen on your end. If you want to come to these countries, you have to have a negative NAT test before boarding uh, the plane. Now, China has responded in kind, saying, well, these are unfair. And so if you start blocking us, we're going to start blocking you. <laughs> Oh, it's 2020 all over again, isn't it? But there's not a U.S. election, so this can't go on that long, can it? Wait a minute. Did it start? Uh, yeah, who knows? Anyway, so it seems that um, there's some things that are going to have to uh, get changed around a little bit. Now, for some reason, people were stocking up on diarrhea medicines. Not, they don't want to have diarrhea, but they want to stop diarrhea. I guess this XBB variant... Uh, it causes some sort of digestive issues. Uh, it's uh, some sort of, I don't want to say diuretic, but uh, it makes you poop. So uh, this people have been uh, stockpiling that sort of anti-diarrhea medicine. Not sure exactly what's going on with it. Um, again, I stay at home a lot. I uh, work at home from my apartment anyway. Uh, so like, I don't really go out too much. A lot of this stuff doesn't seem to... Uh, yeah, I read about it, but at the same time, I'm kind of going, hmm, I'm really not traveling anywhere anytime soon. So uh, I hope people are okay, to tell you the truth. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, one thing that's sort of ravaging the country now as well. Not so much Beijing, because I don't know if there's any direct flights from Beijing, to and from Beijing. I think they still have to transfer through Xiamen or Hong, uh, not Hong Kong, the other one. Uh, Xiamen, maybe Shanghai. Uh, Shenzhen, something, somewhere along there as well. Maybe Hong Kong as well. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure if he can fly direct from Beijing to other international cities, at least not just yet. Sign up for Chinese classes. All right, so this has uh, been a big sticking point for me uh, for the, <laughs> for a long time. I've been working on this. I took the HSK-5 test back in June or July of last year, and I failed it. I got 46%. And you might be like, ooh, ouchie, Stevie, bad, bad, bad. I'm like, yeah, well, uh, I was trying to do the paper-based uh, Chinese test. And what that means, there's two types. So there's the computer-based, where you can use a keyboard, and it's all on a computer, and you read uh, electronic, and it's a, you put headphones on and everything, and 
and you use a keyboard to input. So if you're doing the writing section, you use a keyboard, which is a lot easier because it uses pinion input, not the characters. Whereas my uh, my test, I was doing the paper one, so I had to I was filling in these little circles and everything, like within uh, uh, like an HB pencil. Uh, and H2B pencil, whatever it is. Anyway, um, and then also my writing section was all handwritten, so I was writing Chinese characters by memory. Uh, and what I thought was just the most brilliant, prolific, philosophic um, storytelling possible turned out to be the worst abomination of the Chinese language that probably that teacher, that marker, had seen in a very long time. <laughs> So I'm hoping to trans uh, to um, change that in the next couple of months. I'm hope on my target. We'll see March or April of this year because that's what I want to get it done. Because again, if I'm going to be possibly leaving the country, then I want the HSK five test to be done and certified, right? Then I'll start moving on to HSK six. We'll see, but certainly um, it's something that I want to be uh, sort of have going while you know, figuring out the rest of this course and whether or not China is still going to be my abode for another little while longer. Uh, so I have a class tomorrow, but I think I'm going to shift that to Tuesday nights. Uh, and then on Thursday afternoons at lunchtime, I think I'm going to uh, meet this other lady. Uh, on uh, She's from italki. So I use italki to, to book cheap conversation partners, basically. And she's very good because she just lets me talk. Uh, so it's more a fluency practice than an accuracy practice. Uh, tomorrow night's a teacher, that will be presentation. So accuracy in terms of vocabulary and fluency but not accuracy in terms of necessarily, maybe tones as well, uh, but maybe not so much grammar or things like that. So it's a, uh, very much, um, I, I'm going to have to propel that class forward, I know, but, but I have very specific ideas of what I want to accomplish and how I'm going to go about doing that as well. Uh, I am also working through the HSK5 textbooks at the moment, uh, so I'm on book number two, and I realized, I was trying to find them through Taobao again. <laughs> the several numbers that I was chatting with before no longer have stores, i.e. they're closed. So I'm not sure what ghosts were I, was I talking to before. <laughs> uh, we'll find some more. One of the schools is still there, uh, but one of the other ones seems to have uh, closed up shop for uh, for some reason. Uh, on other good news, I finally finished this book, uh, The Body, by Bill Bryson. The last chapter is called The End, which I kind of thought was going to be a conclusion or a summary. It is, but it's all about death and dying. It was not a very happy ending at all. And it basically goes on to say that even if you eat healthy and exercise, you're going to die. The interesting part is that it seems that they were doing stem cell research and that the stem cells seem to only uh, re, uh, duplicate up to 50 times, and then they died. They, they, they stopped, and they, they died, dead. Other researchers went on to look into it, and they found the telomeres or whatever. And so these are sort of long tentacle-like genes that are pointing out of these uh, cells or whatever. I don't know exactly, but apparently there's some relation between the length of these and how long you live. Now... They have found, researchers have found, that if you live alone, um, and, or, or, what was it, 
yeah, if you live alone, there's something else as well. Um, you don't live as long regardless of the telomeres that you have uh, in, in your cells. Uh, so people, like, you, you kind of think of uh, the Chinese nation, Cubans, uh, other, uh, even Ukrainians, uh, a lot of the Slavic peoples, they're very family-oriented. So that seems to sort of contribute to longevity in a way uh, that, um, you know, health and sort of, uh, what is it, uh, vegetable, eating vegetables and exercising all the time isn't going to uh, extend your telomeres uh, if you're not spending time with other people, basically. Let's see if I can find this. It's very, very... Um, he also talks about rigor mortis and how like how long it takes for the body to decompose. It's very, very, not a very happy ending, to tell you the truth. Uh, let's see. Nope. And the other thing that sort of runs through uh, the, the whole book, especially this ending, uh, this last chapter, is that people don't really know. Doctors don't really know. Researchers don't really know. They have, no one really is clear on what causes Alzheimer's or dementia. But uh, it happens, and it uh, slowly degrades people, and it causes eats their brain, basically. It's very, very disturbing. Uh, Kiersey, it was found that, this is page 377 out of his book, uh, if they live alone or don't see a child at least once a week, the telomere length advantage disappears. Uh, so you basically have to have good and loving relationships uh, because that uh, alters your DNA. Conversely, if you don't have relationships... Um, you basically, it doubles your risk of dying from anything. So have your relationships. I want to say play with kids or at least, you know, be childlike. And um, if, if you have kids, I guess that's what it is, is that if you have children, that it uh, contributes to you uh, living longer. Uh, there are, this book also, this last chapter talks about whether or not we, like the body can actually physically last for hundreds of years. Uh, he very briefly touches on it. It's like we can, uh, but we cannot. Um, it's more likely that the body just stops growing. Like it, it doesn't keep on producing the same uh, reproductive manners. And by that, I mean like the cells don't reproduce as well as they do when they are younger. I mean, your body fat diminishes, your muscle mass diminishes. If you're a guy, your testosterone diminishes. Um so any number of these things, so they just decline. Um, now, what you can do is that you can, if you by exercising, uh, not smoking and not drinking to excess, you can extend your runway. You can extend the plank that you're walking, so to speak. Um, it's not going to make it unending, but it just means that you might live a much more comfortable life. Certainly, your quality of life will go up rather than the... Um, the extension of your life. And they may, he, he makes this sort of almost abundantly clear that with all the research and all the medicine that we have, it's like you're, a lot of us live longer, but the end of life is just terrible. Uh, and a lot of it is like, and even with talking about Alzheimer's, if they you know cured it or even cancer, it would only add another month or so to our lives on average, I think, like in general. So person dis uh, dependent, of course. I mean, this is on average, right? On average. Um, and so it's kind of very 
odd to see that uh, as, uh, you know, because I've, I've been running quite a bit. I eat these vegetables. I talk about broccolis. I've also talked about antioxidants, which he offhandedly says, yeah, that was a hunch that someone had. It's never been proven. Oh, okay. Same with the free radicals. Same idea. It was a hunch that this guy had, uh, not this author, not Bill Bryson, but another guy he cites. And uh, it, it's apparently the whole antioxidant argument is an idea, but it's not exactly backed by science. So, um, yeah, all those antioxidant supplements might not be uh, so truthful. That's because the FDA doesn't actually um, uh, regulate those. But that being the case, vegetables, eating well, not consuming too much of the fake stuff, having more of the good whole foods, that is associated with a better quality of life and overall living longer. Plus, exercise. Get your shoes on. Go for a run. All right, episode number 36 of the big podcast is done. Uh, I'm in the, uh, I, have a, I was exporting it. I'm not going to get to upload it tonight, uh, but hopefully uh, tomorrow I'll have those. Same with some clips as well. And as well with uh, January, uh, as that's going to continue as well. I've got a couple tracks that i got to upload. Um, it just sometimes the, the connection isn't so good. So, all right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Welcome to the podcast. If you're, uh, this is the first time you're joining me, and I hope you're enjoying uh, what you're you're listening to so far. And if you're a longtime listener over a year, thank you very much. I appreciate for this appreciate your support, uh, especially if you're overseas. If you're uh, taking the chance to travel, uh, be safe, return well, and folks, we'll talk again. Have a good one. Bye bye.